Yeah, so it's been a little while. Uh, I think stuff just got in the way in Christmas and appointments, but how are you guys' Christmases? It was nice. Very nice. Spent time with family. Merry Christmas, everyone, by the way. <laughs> Mine was terrible. I spent time with family. <laughs> I, I had a little bit of family drama you, you know what i'm you know what i'm done with in life uh, i don't know do you guys own dogs yeah yeah like i think like a very small amount of people should be able to own a dog there is so many things going on in my life right now our, our uh cattle dog bit my daughter about six months ago bit her in the face so maybe about a year ago so right when that happened because she doesn't understand she goes right up to his face try to kiss him and he was getting pissed so right then and there it was over so i get rid of the dog which was super sad but it just, it just had to happen you know what i mean we can't right put our daughter at risk like that and then i'm like finally we can have a little bit of normalcy our life is not normal we have a lot of things going on with my daughter and to add a dog into the mix just doesn't work and I'm thinking, great, we don't have this dog anymore. We can have a little less chaos. And Joe, not even a week later, everyone's like looking for a new dog. I'm like, we're, we're not bringing another dog into this. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the bad guy. So next thing you know, we're driving to New York to pick up this dog that I want nothing to do. You shouldn't bring a dog into your family if it's like an argument to get the dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. God. Yeah. Do you know the story of my dog? No, Father's Day, the wife and kids, we were going to go to breakfast and they were like, can we go to this dog rescue thing? We want to see some dogs. And I was like, you can if you want. Yeah, but we're not getting a dog. Yeah. Jedi's already laughing because she knows how this played out. <laughs> I we go to the end of a rescue event and the woman that runs it comes up to my wife and she's like, hey, we did your background check. We made the calls to your references. You're approved. She filled out an application months earlier. Yeah. Months earlier, Jedi. Yeah. My son introduced me to Remy. Mm -hmm. Remy, they'd been tracking this dog for eight weeks. He so was they in South Carolina. You. Yeah. Then he went to Georgia <laughs> and then he came up to Connecticut to my house. He's he's um he's nipped at a couple people. He hasn't bit anybody yet. He growls. Yeah. He is very protective of my wife. If she's not home, he's suddenly very protective of me. <laughs> right, right, right. If I'm not home, he picks one of my kids and he's the guard dog to that kid. And it, it doesn't matter which kid. There's no rhyme or reason to which kid he picks. But if anybody gets near that. And plus now my son, my son loves to put his hands in front of the dog and the dog growls or will, will like nip at him or whatever. And he freaks out. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this is why I didn't want a dog. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I didn't want a dog. Now he's been here six months. No one wants to get rid of him. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. So it's been like six months to a year for me, Joe. No one wants to come over anymore because the dog will like jump on your lap. It's not trained. I, I have nothing to do with this. I was like, I, I don't want to deal with this dog. So the the promise was he's gonna go on for walks every day. I think he went for a walk the first day, and that's it. Yep. Like and now it's like, yeah, it, it's so dumb. And then my nephew is a doctor. He just got a, a puppy, a, a yellow lab, and he doesn't have time for it. Now my sister is like driving to Boston to take it for walks when he's working. She doesn't want to do that. You know what I mean? 
Um, <laughs> but just like a few things going on. But what happened, Joe, is on Christmas Christmas Day, I was going to just go visit my parents. But I'm like, I should go with my kids. Um, we get to the house we went to. And I wasn't even in the house yet. And one of the dogs had stayed overnight, one of the other family members. And I think what happened was everyone had already had enough for the last 24 hours. <laughs> We just walked in. The dog had jumped on my daughter, knocked her over. Kind of wasn't a big deal at all because we just got there. But one of the one of the guys took the dog and flung it in the kitchen. He's like, get out of here. And the owner of the dog was in the kitchen. He must have just saw the door open and his dog come flying in. Oh, boy. And oh. they were like up to each other's face and like people were crying. It was like two minutes into Christmas. And just like I'm just like so sick of dogs. They're a pain in the ass. You can't freaking do anything. You know what I mean? So the dog biting insurance industry is a multi-billion dollar a year industry. Mm -hmm. oh, Having really? a dog in your home is a terrible idea, especially if your dog isn't trained or isn't comfortable around other people. <laughs> yes, they bite mailmen. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, the teacher came by the house to drop something off. And the grandmother was home with the kids and their crazy dog. She opened the door. The dog jumped out and bit the teacher on the arm. That relationship is strained. That's a lawsuit. Like, yeah, you're, you're asking for it. There's yeah. there, some dogs are amazing and they're man's best friend. And I, I know a lot of good dog people, but I know a lot of bad dog people. Todd, didn't you say working at UPS too? If you got bit by a dog, it's your fault. Joe, I mean, I was never afraid of dogs until I was a UPS driver. Yeah. I'm delivering a package. I'm talking to the lady. All of a sudden, I mean, this happened in two seconds. The screen door flew open and a German Shepherd bit my arm. It was like, bam. And then you're like, okay, I have to call this in, but they're going to blame it on me. Sure enough. They tried to suspend me for a day. It, it's the most backwards company Joe, my arm blew up. I'm like, I'm fine. He got my arm. I'm fine. By the time I got the next stop, my arm was like twice the size. Oh my god! And I got, and I, even that, even then, I got lucky. I was a 12 year old paper boy. I walked around to the back of a house as the woman who owns the house was taking her dog out for a walk. We got to the corner at the same exact time. She screamed, and the dog bit my hand. <laughs> As, as you would expect a dog would do, but it's like, you know, yeah. I kept on trying to deliver my newspapers and the blood was just pouring out of my hand until I eventually was literally bleeding all over everybody's newspaper. <laughs> and then yeah. I knew I had to stop for the day. Yeah. And like my parents were pissed off at me because they had to get up and come get my stuff. And my dad ended up delivering. Their, and yeah, they were pissed at me. And it's like, dude. A dog bit me. Yeah. How's that my fault? I didn't I didn't do anything. I didn't. It just happened. But people have weird reactions to a dog bite. Yeah. And for some reason, and you know, it's funny in the case of your daughter. My daughter got bit on the face by my sister and her husband's dog. Mm. We've never seen the dog since because I told my brother-in-law if I ever see your dog again, I'm going to stomp it to death. Right. Um, I've never seen him since. Don't even know if he's still alive, to be honest. That was like a yeah. decade ago. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, we've never talked about that part of it either. They just, you'd never see that dog. And that's good. That's good for yeah. everybody. 
Exactly. Now, speaking of animal bites, I went down this rabbit hole the other day. I saw this video and I thought it was fake. Um, have you ever heard of like, if you get rabies, what comes with it is hydrophobia. You're deathly afraid of water. Have you ever seen any of those videos? Oh, no. Go to YouTube really? and type in, go to YouTube and type in rabies hydrophobia. If you go to give someone a sip of water, Joe, they like go crazy and they like start screaming and flip out. And rabies is like one of the most if you get that, you just you just eventually start dying. You'll eventually die. But yeah, hydrophobia rabies videos, it's crazy. And when you watch them, I mean most of them will be like over in like some crazy country where you're not gonna make it anyways. But yeah, hydrophobia. They say only a thousand people get rabies in the U.S. per year, but once it sinks in and it's like past twenty-four hours, you, there's no survival. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't know that. You, you never really hear about someone getting rabies. I, I'm literally watching a video right now, and it is, I almost it almost looks fake. Dude, yeah, the guy's like taking a sip, and he's like freaking out with the water. I know. I thought it was a joke until wow. I saw it with like a little kid. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How is like the brain or whatever that specific? Well, I mean, is that is that is that because of the bite and the rabies and the bacteria? Does it affect some part of your brain? Is that how? Is that what? Is that what it is essentially? I would assume that's the way I. That's the way I took it. Yeah, uh, you know, why the brain would think we don't want water uh, or would make you afraid to drink water is uh, mm. definitely uh, what I like to call a flaw in the DNA. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. Right. It's not good. A, a typo in your DNA. You don't want that. That's always bad news. Yeah, so we were talking the other day, Jedi and myself were like, what do you want to do next? And Jedi said, I want to get Ocho Cinco on. So what are you saying about him? <laughs> <laughs> he's such an interesting guy man he's extremely frugal apparently he knows how to do nails he taught himself how to do nails do hair so he doesn't have to spend money on his wife or girlfriend i think he's engaged but i mean he's like a jack of all trades i think he used to be a stripper too back in the day <laughs> <laughs> he's hmm. so fascinating and i mean he he does a podcast with Shannon Shop because I don't like him. Why? I, I like, Why not? I, don't know. I always thought he was kind too. of an ass. Really? Yeah. He's he a nice guy to me on the podcast. That's <laughs> I think like it's called Nightcap. Oh, okay. That's like Marshawn Lynch. They say he goes out to eat and he like won't get like a forty dollars steak. He like saves all his money. Yeah, they, he also single. He slept in the gym for two years or something. <laughs> he saved he, all his money. I mean, it, it's just so fascinating. These two. would I mean, you agree that Chad Johnson probably suffers from some form of CTE? Uh, no, I mean he's whack. No. There's something going on with him. He's just. I mean, it seems like a lot of the wide receivers and the guys that got hit in the head a lot, they they flake out a little bit. Um, not so not mellow. quite to, not, not quite to the degree of uh, of the Patriots tight end uh, Adrian Hernandez, but a lot of these receiver types. <laughs> Ray Carruth had his wife murdered. OJ oh. murdered his wife. Yeah. 
I don't know. It just seems like, and and hence the funny thing is, think about how, not to, but think about how beloved OJ was after yeah. his football career when yeah. he was doing the Naked Gun movies and he was the Hurt spokesman and he was on NBC. He was a side before they put hot women on the sidelines. Yeah. OJ Simpson was a sideline reporter for NBC. It was so cool to see that guy. Yeah, I, I think about when we talked about the butterfly effect, how like some guy dropped a pass at the last game, like in the 60s. And if he caught it, they would have taken OJ Simpson with number one pick instead of Buffalo. And the whole world would be different now. There'd be no Kardashians. No Kardashians. Yeah. That eye. That's the key right there. His wife would still be alive. He wouldn't have met her. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the key. No, be, before we get to the show, Joe, I, like I hate when the internet sees something and they run with it like crazy. I'm already done with the whole Tommy DeVito and his agent. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. Like, the agent was on Fox News a day or two ago and was like, hey, listen, this guy's just trying to get his 15. And it's like, is that how you represent a client? Like, what? (laughs) My guy's cashing in. Like, you know, we know. We see it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. I'm a Syracuse fan. Yeah. Tommy DeVito went to Syracuse. And he was terrible. That's why he went to Illinois, where he was also not that good. Right. Then he somehow and listen, I we just talked about this on one yeah, of the board shows. The backup quarterbacks, how come the backup quarterback isn't like Johnny Manziel? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like someone. Yeah. Who was accomplished at some point? There's only 32 jobs. You're telling me there's not 32 guys like Mitch Trubisky that shouldn't be the bad. I don't understand this. Like, oh, an under. He's not. He, he's he was so bad at two colleges. Nobody drafted him. Mm-hmm. Joe, was, it's like no pick or anything. He wasn't drafted at all. You have Mac <laughs> he had Jones. a roster. The Patriots have Mac Jones. The two backups were Bailey Zappi and something Greer. It's like, who are these people? Even though right. Zappi's decent now, but who are they? Yes. Get a good backup. So when your quarterback gets hurt, you play that guy. Yeah. I don't understand. That, the, Is it because the weirdest... they don't want to pay? Yeah, but they do. They, I mean, <laughs> dude, Tyrod Taylor, who was the Giants' backup, was scheduled to make $8 million this year. To probably not play at all. Oh, wow. $8 million. And that guy could be starting on a bunch of different teams. So that's a good backup. Yeah, that would make sense. But who's who's Pat Mahomes' backup? Anybody know? No. <laughs> yeah. Just give Steve you a good idea how, how good the Chiefs will be if he ever gets hurt. Yeah. You don't even know who that guy is. They're paying some guy eight, nine, ten million dollars $10 a year just to be sitting there. Waiting to probably never take maybe Jedi. They're <laughs> winning a game. The guy comes out, takes a couple snaps, kneels down, right? He doesn't even drop back. He just takes <laughs> a snap and he kneels down. He watches the clock tick down to zero. Do you think and they practice that, Todd? Yeah, when they, when he's <laughs> kneeling down, you're like, please don't fumble. Like <laughs> yeah. And- yeah, Trevor, what's the name? Trevor Lawrence got hurt the other day. They brought in C.J. Beathard. I'm like, that guy is still in the league. Right? 
how is that even possible? It does. It doesn't. It, it doesn't even make sense. By the way, the backup to Patrick Mahomes is um, Blaine Gabbert. Oh my god! Terrible for Jacksonville. Yeah. What a weird like that guy barely. Dude, that guy couldn't keep his job with the Jaguars. Right. CJ Beathard take it. He's the backup quarterback to the best quarterback in the game. Yeah. Like, think about the drop-off in your backup, right? Like, Daniel Jones, middle of the pack, Tyrod Taylor, bottom of the pack. Right. Mahomes, top of the pack. Blaine Gabbert, pretty much all the way at the bottom of the pack. That is a massive drop-off. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) It is funny. I'll never understand that. I really will never understand that. And meanwhile, I know he's a bit of a controversial character, but Colin Kaepernick, why? Why? You don't want that guy to kneel down? (laughs) If he's on the field, it means you're winning. Yeah. It's a good thing. Greetings, Morts, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Back again with Jedi Todd and producer Joe. Missed you guys. What happens when you go to the doctor? You expect to be treating accordingly, right? But what if the outcome is negative? For some reason, what is going on with these doctors and their evilness? I love looking at Joe's face, Jedi, because again, Joe has no idea what the show is about. (laughs) I still don't know if I quite understand what they show. Yeah, about. well, <laughs> a little light. Okay. Speaking about evil doctors, I, I I went to the dentist last week, Jedi, and I've never heard of this. But the dentist was like, "Okay, we're going to take your blood pressure." Have you ever had a dentist do that? No. Yeah, and I hate the doctor. I hate the dentist. All that stuff. The lady's taking my blood pressure, which I hate. And she's like, wow, uh, this is kind of like crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? She's like, your blood pressure is through the roof. And I don't even understand what the number is. It was like 140 over like 110. She's like, all right, well, we'll we'll do your cleaning and I'll test it at the end. She's like, your heart rate is like over 100 per minute. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just somehow nervous. She does my cleaning. It's like whatever, 45 minutes later. She's like, let's do that again. She's like, okay. Yeah, it's 179 over like 111. And I'm like, that's bad, right? She's like, yeah. She's like, I would call a doctor immediately. I'm like freaking out. Wow. She's like, because what's going on is the blood is trying to push through the veins. And she's like describing this. (laughs) Making it worse for you. Like, I'm immediately thinking of you, Joe. She's like, I could cause a heart attack or a stroke. So I called the doctor and I go and they, I got an appointment like (laughs) a half hour later. And the lady takes my thing. She's like, okay. 114 over 79. I'm like, what the hell was that? And now I've been doing research. They say those, the dentist ones, they do the blood pressure on your hand. They say those are always, always high. 
but maybe I had some type of anxiety about the dentist, but they did it twice at the doctor's office and I was fine. But I was just thinking of this since we're doing an episode on evil doctors. Now, when we talk about evil doctors, Jedi, do you do you include um, Dr. Kevorkian? Well, yeah. I, well, I have him and that that's the thing. That's the dilemma. Is he really evil or is he humane? Right? Yeah. Now, I always kind of thought it was humane, but I think the problem is you should probably check with someone first <laughs> rather than just creating this thing, opening yourself up to being thrown in jail. Well, I think, too, the reason why he was caught is because didn't he do it when his license was revoked? So that's how they got him. And by, you know, he wasn't licensed to inject lethal dosages on people. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're suffering from these diseases and you're in pain and then there's no cure, who am I to say, right? Yeah. I was always for that because they'd always videotape the people saying, what do you want to do? I want to die. He would help them. And it was always not someone that was depressed or something. They were all terminally ill cases. Right. Yeah, he went to he went to jail. Joe, you know, nothing that cracks me up. He ran for Congress in Michigan. And I always wonder, why do these people bother running when you know you cannot win? You know what I mean? You, <laughs> that, that guy you interviewed, Joe, that had like a couple hundred thousand in money and then he was running against the guy with like 20 million. What is yeah. the point? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not going to win. Stop trying. <laughs> do you even have a chance if you have no budget at all? <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you Listen, you don't. And look, here's the other thing. And I think this is kind of important. You know, a Joe Exotic from the the Tiger King, whatever show that was on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, he ran for the for Congress in uh, in Oklahoma, and he ran for the governorship, uh, trying to use his his notoriety in the area. But again, if most people think you're an idiot, that really <laughs> hurts. You know, not Dr. Oz ran uh, for Senate in Pennsylvania and his opponent had a stroke during the middle of the campaign. And the guy that had the stroke beat him yeah. because people, people don't think Dr. Oz is a real doctor and they don't think he'd be a good senator. And they're probably right. But they pick Strokey over him. Yeah. So. Now, Jedi, um, Dr. Kevorkian assisted a guy with ALS, Thomas Uke, and when he died, he got uh, he got sentenced to eight to I think it was eight to nine years in jail for that. He got out after a few years, but so you're kind of for Dr. Kevorkian doing that. You think you shouldn't get in trouble for that? I well, kind of. I mean, I just don't want people to commit suicide either that that's a sad state to be in i mean i feel oh, bad come. for that right so jedi, I, but... can I, jedi can i ask you a question before yeah. you go any further because you know todd unfortunately this particular situation mercy killings mm -hmm. do you know who opposes this most fervently in the entire country <laughs> Conservative evangelical Christian, a hundred percent, because the Bible made it a sin to kill yourself. It's like yeah, a mortal sin to kill yourself. And so, when they say they feel bad, partially it's because they think you're going to hell is for, for killing yourself. 
And so when you're passing legislation, it's important to take that stuff and toss that shit right on out of there because it should have no bearing. But Jedi, if you'll continue, that that's kind of where your mindset comes from when you're thinking about, is it merciful to kill someone who wants to kill themselves who's terminally ill? I understand in the case of somebody who's fighting depression or the people that do it whacking off uh, like Michael Hutchinson from in excess, yeah. you know, that could be avoided, but God. But yeah, I, I, I am torn because like I said, who am, who am I to say if you're suffering that much? Cause I've been in pain, you know, you guys know my health isn't great, but it, it's just, it, it, it's a sad place to be in. Jenna, how do you feel about your doctors? You completely comfortable with them? Oh my gosh. Some of them. Yes. <laughs> but some of them, I have told them what's wrong with me because I know my body so well, you know, I was getting these massive headaches and I kept going to the doctor and they kept saying, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Finally, I get an MRI. Sure enough. <laughs> you know, I had, I have like a cyst in my head. So it, it's like, you know, I know my body, you always get a second opinion, always trust your instincts and so that's how I feel about the, my doctors. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. And some of them are just, you know, I don't know why they became doctors. They have no business becoming doctors and caring for people. I think that some of them, a majority of them just love to be called doctor. <laughs> well, do you think any of your doctors are actively working against you? Yes. I, I think they, yeah. yes. All right. Jedi, because after mean, the vaccine, yeah. Not because they want to, it's because they're forced to. Be, for example, you know, when you need specific medication and it's not on the sit in, in the, the tier system, and you have to take all these different kind of medications just to get to a certain level to get the next stronger medication, you know. So sometimes their hands are tied and I understand that, but you know, who makes up these rules? Doctors, right? Or big pharma. But Jedi, especially in California, don't you think things all changed after the vaccine? Yes. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know where I, I am. Yeah. That. <laughs> Real quick, raise your hand. If you got your flu and COVID vaccine. Flu? Wait, what do you mean flu? I, I haven't got anything in a... Yeah, I got... I just last week, I went to my doctor. Yeah, got my flu shot. The flu, huh? How come nobody's talking about the flu? They're just giving out shots. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this or not, but do you know right now, this is the uh, fourth worst wave of COVID that we've ever had. There's about 2 million uh, cases a day being reported. And, and uh, even better, it's a new variant. So there's a new COVID vaccine. I just got it. Uh, I had no side effects. I, and I got one in each arm. Flu in one and COVID in the other a week ago. I feel great. I'm allergic to the flu shot, so I can't. I, I'm not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Get, uh, getting back to Dr. Kevorkian real quick. Jenny, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen yeah, I know. Let's get off this. <laughs> Did you see how he died? The way he died, it creeps me out. It's like thrombosis. 
basically like ba- thrombosis is basically like a blood clot. Like I, when I think of thrombosis, I always mm-hmm. think of um, David Bloom. This was like 21 years ago. Now he was a Today Show reporter. He was one of those guys that would go to wherever Baghdad or whatever, and he was always crunched up in the friggin' tanks. And he died because his knees were always cramped. Like, you know, they say if you're on an airplane, you should get up every once in a while. Yeah, thrombosis, like when you basically have like a blood clot. Oh, my God. But of all the ways to go. How does it like, what does that feel like? How do you die from that? What happens? I really don't know. I'm guessing it. I don't know if you have like a a heart attack or what. I mean, I'm guessing it goes to your brain. I really don't know, but. It always creeps me out thinking about like being on a plane. You're in. It's like you need to get up because your blood needs to flow through your body. And if you're in like a a tank or something small, you can't do. It's very dangerous. Oh, that's crazy! I did not even know that was a thing. Yeah. Have, yeah, yeah. have you guys ever had to do an MRI? Yeah, yeah, I did one once on my foot. Can you go in there without any sedative? Can you guys do it? My sister twice couldn't do it. She was in and she like lost her mind because she was way in. When I yeah. had to go in, I believe I was feet first. It was a few years ago, so it wasn't a big deal for me. But yeah, I guess it feels like you're in like a coffin, right? Exactly. And for the last couple of times, for some reason, I opened my eyes because they didn't want to give me the sedative and they didn't want to give me the panic balloon or whatever you squeeze so i i started freaking out and the first thing i think of is silence of the lambs hannibal lecter (laughs) i started freaking out even more (laughs) i don't i don't know why but that that's that's what happened recently to me (laughs) yo another mystery of jedi we we don't know her name (laughs) We know she has health problems. We have no idea what they are. <laughs> we, we we didn't know about didn't know about that and literally till today. I know I knew she had a, a headache once or twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, Jedi, you know, here's the thing. If if you were my patient and yeah. you're not you're not my patient, and I'm not a doctor, so I don't have any patients, but if I had a patient come in and see me and they had a headache more than once. And it was like bad. Mm-hmm. I would be like, hmm. As I examine you, I don't see anything, which makes me think it's internal. No, but see, this is not. And I would send you out. Time. I mean, like, well, that's crazy. Again, you know, I know a lot of people who got like chronic migraines and they're at the doctor all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're assuming that it's being caused by something. What is it? You got to basically narrow it down and it's usually something there's usually something going on because you don't just get migraines because you didn't drink water for a day or two you know what i mean right. like you could you can get dehydrated and get a headache as a side effect but to get a migraine those come from something there's like something in the brain that makes some people more susceptible to them and i think you know a lot of the times when there are cysts tumors mm-hmm. stuff like that you know people like that do tend to have higher incidence of migraine so again it's like i as you guys know i mean i i went to two clinics after i had the heart attack that i had and one guy tried to tell me it was covid and i was like bro i had covid it's no no mm-hmm. it's not 
And the second doctor I talked to a week later, because I knew something was not right, she told me I had pneumonia. And I was like, okay. And she put me on a medication that I'm actually still on, uh, which can help you deal with pneumonia uh, in that it takes the fluid out of your lungs. It also prevents heart attacks. And so she inadvertently, by misdiagnosing me, put me on the right medication until I went to the doctor. And they were like, oh, this is a good one. We'll keep you on this. Um, you don't have pneumonia. I had protein spilling out of my heart into my lungs. That's what was causing fluid. That woman had no idea. But the other guy and my sister-in-law is a physician's assistant. So I had talked to her and she was like, you need a chest X-ray. And I said to the guy, I'm like, I should get a chest X-ray. And he was like, it's either the flu or COVID. And I'm like, no, <laughs> neither of those things. And he gave me some antibiotics and I went home. Right. I mean, you ha you basically have to fight for your treatment nowadays. Yeah. That guy was also fat and was mm -hmm. I it seemed to me trying to work it with the very attractive nurse who <laughs> I don't think was going to give him the time of day. But that okay. seemed to be where his main focus was. Sad. That's hilarious. That must be uh, you're going in there to like get help. And this guy's like hitting on the nurse. Yeah. Yeah, that was really his main focus. And I'm like, I think I'm dying. I mean, yeah. wrong here. Can you? Nah, you're fine. Okay. Thanks, buddy. So, so, Jedi, what about, do you know John Adams, the Will Doctor? Have you looked up that guy at all? No. What, what yeah. about him? This guy would kill elderly patients. He would poison them. But before he poisoned them, Joe, he had an abnormal um, fascination with their wills. Oh, yeah, I did read about him. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, think of how much better the world would be if money wasn't involved, like all the shady stuff people do. And, I mean, you see it all the time, people killing people to get uh, the insurance, stuff like that. But this was one of the first people. This guy was born in the 1800s. He died. He actually died in 1983. But he would kill people. But before he killed them, he would make sure that he was, like, the main beneficiary of their wills. How many and, times can you do that yeah, before? Exactly. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> how come everybody who you, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like another thing, Joe. How, like, people, you could get away with a few, but it's always greed that takes over. Yeah. Your own demise, basically. Yeah. You got to do it like once and get a good one. And then, but be don't like, okay. you need to? I mean, I know it, all states are different. You don't need a notarized signature for a will. I mean, you would think so, yeah. but this was this was over a hundred years ago. It's probably I was going to say, what is that like in the nineteen tens? Like, yeah, oh. I'm sure the rules were a little less stringent. Like, oh, look here, this guy just wrote down I'm his benefactor. <laughs> so this guy, Joe, you think this guy lived eighty four years? I mean, now that I'm getting up there in age, isn't it amazing how short we live? Yes, I mean, yes, and you is. figure even if you live to like ninety or a hundred. Once you're like in your 70s, I mean, what are you really going to do? It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, think about how long we live compared to other animals. Let's take the ones that we bring into our homes. Cats, 12, 15 years, 18 mm -hmm. if you're lucky. Dogs, 10, 12 years. Lions only live about 12 years out in the wild. Yeah, I my, mean, we... Yeah. 
we got a pretty good compared to other animals, although not sea turtles. They could be like <laughs> 150, but yeah, most of the other animals, uh, we're killing it. And if you think about it too, Todd, you know, humans have been around about 300,000 years. The average life expectancy used to be about 30. Yeah. And I, it's yeah. only through the amazing amount of technological progress we've made that we're able to live as short as we do, but it seems long comparative, right? Yeah, I saw something. I think it was like in the 1850s or something. It was 46. That's yeah. it. I mean, mm -hmm. imagine that. You get to your 40s, you're like preparing to die. I mean, that's insane. Oh my my sister has a Great Dane, and it, he just turned, she just turned 11. Her face is all gray. I'm like, that thing has like lived like probably three or four years past. I mean, imagine if your lifespan is like seven years. That's it. Yeah, that sucks. What would you do? You know, if yeah. you rethink life much differently. Yeah, so um, what else do you got, Jedi, for these doctors? I have a few more on here. Yeah, did you read about that? The Netflix, sur the bad surgeon, Paolo Machi. I don't know how to. Oh, Machiarini? yes. How do you pronounce his last I'm not, name? I'm not sure. <laughs> I was exposed by his fiance of all people who was like a journalist and she just you know was like something's fishy going on because his what he would say and what he would do wouldn't match apparently he was accused of forging research papers lying and also assault on his patients and the one that you know got him was his fiance so <laughs> He um, was sentenced for two and a half years. I mean, this is a, what a different country. This is like around in Sweden. Was it Sweden? He got caught in. Yeah, they they accused him of manslaughter for the first time, but then that case was dropped for insufficient evidence. Uh, What's the name of that show? What's it called? The Bad Surgeon. Oh, Bad Surgeon. Yeah. It. It is crazy thinking that you have to go to the doctor for something. That should be the person you trust the most. And then there is so there's like bad everything. There's like bad cops, bad surgeons. Yeah. Are you going to talk about the doctor from Michigan State? Dr. Uh, what is his name? Hasib, Nabi, whatever his, his oh, name is. The you know the dude who diagnosed people with cancer. And, yeah. they had, and then he just took millions of dollars. Yeah, dude, there's some like there's some really bad doctors out there. Yeah. Now that I think about it. That's why you don't don't trust them. I mean, I thought you... you just meant like all doctors in general, like because you think they're all on the take, but you're talking about like the 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 ones that make the news. Right. Yes. I mean, because they are evil. Are you talking about George Laddie? Is that him? The one in New York? Yeah, what did that guy do? Tell me what he um, did. Five counts of murder in second degree and 11 counts of reckless yeah. endangerment. That guy. Yeah, you like to sell a prescription drugs. not a murderer. Right. right. Maybe he might misdiagnose you, but not, not intentionally trying to kill you. Right. I, I mean, did um I did an episode of a of a true crime show where, like, dude, this guy was like a murderous nurse. Yeah. And he would go to a work at a new hospital and like within a month, like all the cancer patients were dead. That's why you can't trust anybody. Everybody's like, yeah. oh, trust the doctor. And then, trust their doctor. and then 
this guy would be like, a, you know, eventually they'd be like, wow, it's only when Todd works that everybody dies. <laughs> and they started investigating him and he quit and he went to work while he quit was under investigation. He went to another hospital and started killing more people. It's like the priest, Joe, just send him to this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think about that all the time. The like the act of like pedophilia, Joe. You would think that would be That's something... a weird sentence that you just made. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you but you would think of that as something so crazy you'd hear about it like once every 50 years, like this monster. But it's a thing that like happens like all the time. A lot on the daily. Yeah, like so I told you guys, I teach in a Catholic school, Joe, all the teachers and nuns with the habits. It's so weird. But even the other day, a kid was like, oh, I left I left something in the class. I'm going to go back. I stopped walking back and I'm like, oh, I can't go anywhere near that. Like, I just have to protect myself. And I'm thinking yeah. being a teacher must be just insane. Um, so I have to always send the kids as buddies. You have to go to the bathroom. Someone go with you. I have teachers in the room helping me. Like, you can't be alone. It's just such a crazy thing. It's That's such a problem <laughs> that you just have to be, like, always, like, watchful. Watch, well, like, and a watchful. lot of doctors are perverts, too. That's yeah. a sad thing. You know, they're they're perverts. I mean, what if that, that guy, the other guy who was caught, uh, Darius Paduk, a New York urologist arrested for sexually assaulting his patients, he would fondle them and ask them about their sexual activities. I mean, can you imagine you're just sitting there and he's like trying to fondle your balls or whatever. If a doctor ever tried to fondle my balls, I would be like, <laughs> why are you doing that, man? I don't understand why people would tolerate that. Like yeah. your doctor's doing some weird shit. You know, it's weird. But Joe, I mean, there's even dogs that'll put you under and like have sex with you. You know, well, those I mean? are the smart under. ones. Yes, <laughs> yes. Put me under. Make sure you don't put my shirt on backwards, you dumbass. Yeah, you know. Like Joe, I used to date this girl, right? Her name was Marianne, and she used to get massages from this guy. She had like big boobs, and she said like, "Oh yeah, like he massages them." I'm like, you know, that's not like a thing, right? I mean, I don't think it is. And she's like, oh, he's calling me to find out when I'm coming back. I'm like, don't do not go back to that person. That's like yeah. not a thing. And she was <laughs> so like didn't understand. And he probably saw her as a mark. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Listen, there are definitely people who I think just sort of go with whatever and don't really. I think maybe they have too much trust, Jedi. You have zero. <laughs> And there's some people that have too much. I think that you want to strike a chord somewhere in the middle on that. You know, where Todd, if he's fondling your balls, you got to be like, no, (laughs) no, I don't think that's on the exam sheet, buddy. Nice try. (laughs) Joe, what's that? Um, Have you seen that new movie that came out? What's the name? It's about the Native Americans and everything like that. It's like a three hour movie on Netflix. Oh, the one Robert De Niro's in, I think something on uh, the flower. Sure. It's crazy because like now that like we did a few like things on the Native Americans, I've been like digging deeper. Yeah. And I saw something and it, it is kind of true. Um, because I do hate when people like that whole thing came up again the other day, how all the immigrants are in town. And I was asking someone like what they think about that, and she immediately snapped back, like, 
must be nice being a straight white guy, huh? And I'm like, I hate when people do that. But I did see something about the white man that I was like, hmm, that is kind of true. Like the Native Americans back in the day, they would just kill like exactly what they needed for food. And then like the white man came in and they just like slaughter everything. Yeah, why Different methods. <laughs> <laughs> but like even the Native Americans, like if they kill like a bear or they see a bear that's dead, they use like every part of it to make jewelry and be super respectful for the animal. And we take selfies. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did see something the other day. It was like those people like posing with giraffes and rhinoceroses <laughs> to like for, for no reason. That's something like I could never get behind. How do you feel about taxidermy and hunting just for fun? I don't agree with that. No, no. Yeah. Uh, hunting for sports will never, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, me either. Yeah. And they always find a way to make it seem like, well, they were going to die anyways, or like the overpopulation. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to eat the animal, but for sport. Right. I don't know. I shot a rabbit once. Really? He was yeah. He was a pest in my yard, and I shot it with a pellet gun, and I got him in the neck, and he started twitching. Yeah, and he rolled down the hill in my backyard, and I hadn't I hadn't done my leaves yet, and so there were the, the leaves were all covered in blood, and he I mean literally was just like freaking out, twitching from yeah. that. And so then I had to, I had a pellet handgun and I put him out of his suffering, if you will. And I felt so bad yeah. about that. And, and I, I mean, if I suppose if I had to for survival, I would, you know, yeah. but no. And I, I had picked off a couple of uh, chipmunks before. Why? You know? The chipmunk. <laughs> Terrible like past. Now, Jedi, I, I don't have know. a lot of them. Jedi, this is how serial killers start. <laughs> no, the funniest thing ever was, though, I shot. They, he was standing on. I have a retaining wall around my pool, and he was standing on top of it. Little guy. And he was, like, eating nuts or whatever. Oh, my God. And I shot him, dude, right, right in the, like, probably right in the heart. Yeah. And he, I hit him, and he stood for a minute. And yeah. then he fell, and he fell off the wall and onto the ground down below. Great shot. It's like a carnival game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt That's good true. about that shot because it was clean. He was dead instantly, you know? Yeah. Um, you know what it is, though? I feel like it's your upbringing. I feel like if my dad was, like, a huge hunter and we lived somewhere and I kind of learned, I would be a hunter. I didn't grow up like that. Like, one of my friends is a hunter, and he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, like – my dad kill, shoots like a squirrel or something and it's not dead. I'll just walk up and I'll step on its head and squish it. Like I could never do that. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, so, as long, um, to me, as long as you're like, you know, eat, eating it and using the rest of it, not wasting. I mean, but just for fun, just for your giggles, those people, yeah. like you said, that's how serial killers start. <laughs> Like, I'll never understand it. Like, I think it's around November here. All of a sudden, one morning at 4 a.m., you'll hear the gunshots. We have, like, a pond nearby, and it's, like, foul season. People shooting ducks for no reason is – I could never do that. It's so mean to me. 
it's weird. It's a weird thing, but again, I, it's culture. I mean, you either yeah. grow up and I, it's funny. Most people don't become hunters. You don't, you don't just like, I'm sure there's some, but most people grow up in a household where my dad was a hunter and he wasn't very good. Yeah. And so he didn't particularly encourage it because he went on many hunts and never came. He was, he had a taxidermist on, on speed dial Jedi, but he never got anything <laughs> to give the guy any business with. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was just a bad shot or if yeah. he, because my dad's a pretty religious guy. I feel like he was just there for the camaraderie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to the next guy, I just I, I overlook something in my notes. My cousin Joe, who's like an unbelievable businessman, he has all these businesses, and he has this business that like I wouldn't even like think that this was a thing. He does these Christmas lights. They go around and install Christmas lights for people, and that's like a major business. People will pay two or three thousand dollars. Yeah. You install the Christmas lights. Then when the season's over, you take them down. Super lucrative. Um, but I was like, who are these people? And he made such a great point. He's like, he's like, it's like a cult. He's like, you ever see like the weird Disney people? Yeah. You'll go to Disney yeah. and you'll see like a dad with like a tattoo in his ankle, like around his calf saying like Disney Paris 2017. He's like, it's kind of like that. You get these people who love Christmas lights. Well, and you get some people that just love to challenge each other too. I mean, that's another. Well, it's you know, it's it, do you do you put lights up, Todd? No, I, I do. do, I do, and it's funny because the house I bought, the people before me, they have you know on my front porch, there's like um, hooks, the hooks, literally already installed. So all I have to do is run them up it's super easy they they couldn't have made it any easier my kids like it i'm not super into it yeah i have noticed by the way my dog's upstairs barking his face off at my kids right now <laughs> just for a quick yeah. yeah um but yeah no i always do i i noticed this year i was actually saying this on the radio today uh i noticed this year the last couple of years even it seems like less and less people are putting lights up and stuff and decorating even Halloween. So I don't think it's like specific to Christmas. I just feel like people are less inclined to yeah. do that. It's getting now. expensive. Fair. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe when uh, I found out how much it costs to do that because we got, we got the family discount. We didn't do it, but our family discount was like 2,200. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. That's how much it costs for this. What? But Anyways, my buddy there that does it, he's a huge conservative, Joe. And the other day he calls me, he goes, you'll love where I'm going right now. And I'm like, where? He goes, because he lives in the same town as Steve Carell, Marshfield. He goes, I'm going to put Christmas lights in Steve Carell's house. And I was like, oh, really? And I go, is he still bailing out the Black Lives Matter rioters? And he was like, what? He didn't know about that. Steve Carell was one of those people like Steve Carell, John Cena, Christy Teigen, the ones where the people would riot and they would they donate like two hundred thousand to get the rioters out of jail. Remember that Jedi? No, remember I those... didn't know they were doing that. No, this was like <laughs> whatever around COVID when all like the George Floyd yeah, stuff. Yeah, twenty twenty oh. summer twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was, but it was funny. He's like, "What? Steve Carell was one of those people <laughs> that would bail them out." It's just funny because he was such a he's such a conservative. Like one of those people was always posting. And if he knew that, he would be the type that wouldn't go to his house. 
That's funny. Like, you know, the ones Jedi, I mean, not Joe, that won't buy the my pillow and. Yeah. Oh, of course. Boycott <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't do the show without doing H.H. Holmes. You know, that guy, Jedi, right? The first American serial killer, they say. Mm. Yeah. He had like a murder castle with secret passages, trap doors, soundproof rooms where he could gas jets, where he could torture people. He would cremate them. He first killed someone in elementary school, one of his classmates, to get some type of insurance money. This also was like in the, I think the late 1800s, Joe. But if you had to be sentenced to death, so say here are the things, you get your choices. Hanging, electrocution, gas chamber, firing squad, lethal injection. Like what would you do if you, if you what would you have, if you had to pick one? Firing lethal squad. Lethal injection. Yeah, I, I think hanging an electric chair have to just be out immediately. And I, I'm kind of, Joe, did, I mean, Jedi, do you say um, firing, firing squad? Firing squad, yeah. I, I want to go I, out blazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty dope, Jedi. That is. Yeah. Have you ever heard how that's done? Yeah, there's, yeah. Like, there's like four or five guys, four of them have blanks. So you, you'll never know if you were the one to do it. That's fine well, with me. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. I'm aiming at the top of your head, and the top of your head comes off. That's me. <laughs> hey, hanging has just got to be, like, the worst. Yeah, it, that's like drowning. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, like, that seems like a miserable kicking and wishing you hadn't kind of death after you've decided it, you know? Isn't yeah, lethal yeah. injection kind of similar, though? You It shuts down your organs, and then you start gagging, or, I mean, what happens with that? You can't breathe. You're like, you like somehow suffocate. It, it's no. So what it actually does is, is it basically slows down your system and shuts off your brain and your organs, and... It's supposed to happen, and the, uh, some of the problems with it and why it eventually they stopped doing it was uh, the, the, the mixes weren't right, and so it was causing tremendous pain. But in theory, it's supposed to just stop your breathing until you're dead. Mm. And so it's really only a couple of anxious seconds of like, yeah, and then you're done, which, you know. Again, the idea shouldn't be if you're putting someone to death that it should hurt. The <laughs> penalty is in the death part, like they're no longer alive. You know, otherwise we'd have a stabbing chair. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I get, I get the want for that, but that's you know, like what satisfaction do you really get in the yeah. aftermath of that bloody mess? Scott him, like he's dead too, and you hacked him to pieces. It isn't that amazing that stoning is still a thing? In other oh, countries? yeah, in some countries, yeah. yeah. Again, another, imagine dying that way. Painful. And usually it's for just being gay or something. Yeah. It's not even like killing oh, yeah. people. Yeah, imagine. Dude, how many rocks does it take? Oh, like, think about the ones that don't hit you in the temple and kill you. All the ones that hit you on the arm and the face. And you're like, yeah. right here. <laughs> Give me air. Good God, dude. That's a... I can't even like how many times do they have to pelt you until you're dead? Right. Do the ones that hit you right in the elbow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Right. 
gets scraped across the cheek. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get better aim. <laughs> Man, I, Joe, I, I'm still having nightmares about like you, you talking about like being an atheist, how you don't think God would put people through like 200,000 years of like two fags and stuff. Yeah. Like you live through that time. I mean, that is there's no doctors and no one knows how to do anything properly. And you're just in like crazy pain for whatever, yeah. like gallbladder, anything like that. Did, did, do you guys have your wisdom teeth? I no. got them taken a few years ago. Yeah. Think about how old were you when you had your wisdom teeth? I was late. Out? I was like early forties. Yeah. Oh, wow. Think about where do most people get their wisdom teeth? What like back here? What do you... Yeah. But, but at what age do you, do you oh, get like teeth? what? Twenties or something? Yeah. Yeah, now imagine 200,000 years ago when those things came in. Yeah. Dead. You're dead. Well, You're not yeah. surviving that. You need those yeah. extracted from your mouth. And if you don't, it gets infected and you die. <laughs> There's no doctors. You're oh dead. My gosh. Oh, my God. Excruciating pain. That's not the way you want to die. And then to get an infection on top of it. Yep. So it's amazing Jedi. what we've done. Thank God for yeah. doctors, Jedi, huh? <laughs> <laughs> in some cases, in some yeah. cases. The good ones. <laughs> Another guy that would go from prison to prison, I mean, uh, from hospital to hospital, is that Michael Swango. Have you seen that one, Jedi? He would poison people with arsenic. And then, like, oh. when the hospital would get rid of him, he would somehow find another one to get into and poison more people and more people. And he was finally sentenced to three life sentences, like not too long ago. Um, but I mean, you feel like you got to be vetted pretty good to get into a hospital. Well, Can I mean, we contact your previous vetting. employer? <laughs> no, no, please don't. <laughs> right? Don't they call the other hospital? Right. Like, hey, uh, how was Dr. Bob here? Like, uh, he murdered a bunch of people. Don't hire him. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the heads up. What? I mean, because do you guys question your doctor? I do. I always ask how long I stalk them online. And then I ask them how long they, they've been practicing. <laughs> really? <know>? Yeah. <laughs> My doctor has all her charts and stuff hanging up in the office. So you could see, like, I love my doctor. And I'll tell you a couple things. My doctor is, uh, she was born in America, but she's of Pakistani descent. She's like a non-practicing-ish Muslim. Um, I've never been more honest with a doctor in my life. And the cool thing is, is I mean, I, like I generally see this woman once a year. She's been my doctor for 12 years. Every time I see her, it's like I saw her last week. Hmm. She's like, ah, and it's whatever, whatever's going on. She like goes through my chart. And and I mean, she, I, I don't feel like I'm just going to a random stranger. Like I 100, and that's why, you know, she knows my drug history, my sexual history. I'm almost bragging to her at this point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'm a prolific wiffle ball player in Connecticut. Yeah. She's well aware of that now. I don't think I've ever told her I'm on the radio, Todd. Really? <laughs> one thing I am, because I'm always into all the other things yeah. about myself to this lady. I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. But um, this is the first time in my life I've ever been honest with a doctor. It used to be they'd be like, you know, you smoke marijuana? No, never. Not once. 
You know, and it's like, I'm high now. Yeah. Did I tell you that? Do you need to know that? You know, this one basically was like, you know, if you smoke pot, just tell me. Cause like, I have to give you stuff. And if I yeah. know you're doing that, then I'll give you something kind of different or a different dose. And I'm like, Oh, a lot of weed. Yeah. 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 Tons. Tons. But, but see how long it took you to feel find a doctor that you're really comfortable with. Of course. And it should. Yeah. And, and you, I listen, I feel like I'm in a good spot because I, my, my wife hates her doctor. My wife had a doctor that retired and they, it's like, here's your new doctor. And the lady's terrible. Yeah. My wife hates her new doctor. And she was like, is your doctor taking new patients? And no, she's not. Cause that's how good she is. She's all booked up. So find your own doctor. Did, did I tell you guys about this last time? My mother-in-law had the same dentist for like 40 years. She's like in her seventies and never a cavity, never anything. And then she, the doc, the dentist died and a new dentist came in and she just went and the, they looked in her mouth. They're like, Jesus, your mouth is like a mess. You have like <laughs> 10 cavities, you need a root canal. She's like, what are you talking about? Oh, so like, oh my goodness. What the hell was up with this doctor? And there's a, whole bunch of people obviously in the same boat now they really? all have this, they all have this dentist he said everything was fine and then the guy dies and the new dentist is like what have you never gone to a dentist before that's interesting because jedi thinks the new doctors are full of shit and they're trying <laughs> to make money that's yeah. what she thinks she doesn't believe that it could be that the old doctor just felt bad it was like no no cavities you look great let me give you a no, nice good what clean in here she have had pain with cavities yeah, no, I, 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 I really don't know. You would think so, um, but yeah, I don't know. And that this is insane. So you can start to have a cavity, and then treat it, and it stops being a cavity. That's part of why you go to the dentist is that they can, if they catch something early, they can fix yeah. it. And so I suspect that this guy, whenever she was going to the dentist, was going to town. And cleaning up the messes she was leaving. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Oh. As opposed to the new dentists were like, yeah, all these teeth are rotten. We're going to have to pull them. That's $30,000. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi. Exactly. I love you, Jedi. And then, I, you know, now yeah. these dentists say, because if you have the, what is it? The, the silver, the silver filling. And now they want you to change it to the white filling. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. that's the whole con another conspiracy. I mean, I've had it in my teeth for this long, and now all of a sudden they're toxic. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> Listen, I'll be honest though, I've never felt right. I have one filling. And I the idea that there's like metal inside of my tooth. I've, mm. I've never been particularly comfortable with that. Not that I want PVC piping or <laughs> whatever else, but metal just, it always seemed like really metal. That's the, like, that's what we're doing. I don't know. Now Jedi, speaking of pulling, uh, having gold or whatever in your teeth, did you see that lady Linda hazard? She would have the starvation diet to get the toxins out of your system. And 40 people died. They called it starvation heights. When you died, she would start taking all the gold out of your teeth to sell it. 
Oh my gosh, man. So she uh, was always carrying flyers with her. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I found was interesting? There's these guys on like whatever, TikTok or something. They're like, um, you see something in, on the internet and they'll tell you if it's fake or real. So there's this video saying, drain all the gold out of the Goldschlager bottle and you can almost buy another bottle with the gold. So these guys did that. They drained all the gold, gold out of the Goldschlager bottle. Do you guys know what that is? No. What's Goldschlager? It's like a liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah, gold. yeah. No, oh, yeah, oh, okay. right. And there's like bits of gold in it. There's gold flakes and they drained it out and they put they brought the gold flakes to the pawn shop. And it was worth between twelve and fifteen dollars, and I was shocked at that. <laughs> I would have thought it was like a buck. I That's thought that was crazy. actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, reason to steal like a hundred bottles. <laughs> Some quick cash. There you go. It's always insane to me, like that. Like, gold is worth what it is just because people will pay for it. Like the a baseball card, Joe can be like two million dollars and it's made on like a, a penny piece of paper yeah it's ridiculous crypto was a, another good example of what you're talking about <laughs> that's literally where you took nothing at all and said <laughs> how much would you pay for this and someone else would be like i'll give you 240 dollars for one of those can i see it no no but What's if you give one? me 240 dollars it is yours <laughs> Or the NFTs, right? <laughs> so I think the that NF did not take off, did it? It didn't take off after no. all. No, no. So crypto's back. I mean, Bitcoin's back up to forty three k. But the NFTs, people had like million dollar like picture of a monkey that's worth like nothing now. And then what is it? The um, what's that thing? The the Facebook thing, Metaverse. That doesn't seem like it's a thing anymore. No, no. Seem to flame out. Yeah. Thank goodness, right? I know. Yeah, speaking of him, apparently Mark Zuckerberg is building a compound in Kauai. I mean, with like a hiding spot or whatever. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but <laughs> he's, he's planning for something. <laughs> yeah, he's planning for something, all right. That is for sure. I don't like that guy, and I don't trust him. I don't him. either. Jen, I saw something in Seattle. They have like one day a year where there's a spot in Seattle where all the billionaires live, 400 of them, all from all like walks of life. Obviously, most of them like in the financial industry, hedge, hedge fund managers. And they really? say like, every, yeah, they say every year they all come out to pick up trash. And they say Jeff Bezos is never one of the people. Like they'll all get together and they'll do like community service. They say Jeff Bezos. They've never seen him do anything like that. Oh man, <laughs> Bezos. He's another weird. They're all weird. All those billionaires. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be hard though not to be a bizarre person if you are like that rich. There's like no no real consequences in life. Well, but why is it when you're you're poor you're weird, but when you're rich you're eccentric, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. So you got anything else, Jedi? Any more? No, the only other bad doctors is all these doctors who perform bad plastic surgery, all these BBLs that I don't know why they're so popular now. 
<laughs> they look terrible. <laughs> but there was a lot of doctors where I, I didn't even want to cover it because it was kind of creepy. Lobotomy, do lobotomies. Oh, yes. I always think of Jeffrey Dahmer when I think of lobotomies. What about, was, who, was it one of the Kennedys too had one? Ro yeah. Rose Kennedy? Yeah. yeah. By, done by, yeah. you know, approved by our own parents. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Um, so Joe, we did the last show on the UPS referrals. The entire reason we've talked about that before, and I'm like, oh, it's be kind of a boring show. The entire reason I did that show was because I wanted to post it on a UPS forum, have people listen, and I could recruit people to do it with. We went through all that work. I posted on the forum and they wouldn't approve it. Oh my god, really? Oh. But now I did send you guys a picture of like the referrals coming in. Can you guys can you believe how fast I get messages? Yeah, I mean, it's insane. It's like keep up with it. You see, like eight fifteen, eight fifteen, eight sixteen, eight sixteen. It's like, hi, I'm yeah. interested in the job, but it is over now because um, obviously it's past Christmas. So I'll keep you guys posted on if they pay me, if they pay it out. You know, Todd, I think you can testify probably better than anybody to the idea, this conservative right wing idea that nobody wants to work anymore. Because clearly, when people are made aware of jobs, they're all over it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do agree with that. But the one thing that the job that I put out there, it, it's it's like mother's hours. It's out of your own car. I do think the thought of going and sitting in a cubicle job, people don't want to do that kind of job. Sure, yeah. it's the gig Absolutely. economy. Yeah, a hundred percent. But again, people do want to work. They don't oh, want to yeah. work shitty jobs that are not enjoyable. Why would they? And it's on, listen, it's on the employer to make your job appealing to people, hmm. you know? Right. So, Did you guys see, see that article about employers um, thinking about doing away with the bachelor degree requirement? I didn't read it, but I thought that was interesting. That's a, probably a good idea. I mean, trades right now, Joe, the UPS job with benefits, 170K a year. You see like sheet metal workers, oh uh, electricians. You don't, need, you don't need that degree. No, and more people should get into trades. It makes sense. There's yeah. a greater need for tradesmen. Listen, if you're not going to become a doctor or a lawyer, you might as well become a carpenter or an electrician or something in a field. You know, people that get into retail, it's like that's not even a, th a very specific thing. You can go to different companies and they have different levels of management and different words for it. If you go to a hospital, they have doctors, nurses, you know what I mean? It's all the same Yeah. at every hospital that you go to. It's the same at every law firm you go to, electricians. You want there to be consistency in your industry. And if they try to convince you that you're like a career retail person, you're not. <laughs> my um, my friend's husband, he, he with side jobs included, he makes well over 200K being uh, an electrician. Wow. Like, yeah, he's in the, um, the union. Like people don't, I think a lot of people don't really know that you can make that much money. And I, Joe, I think like the days of, I mean, I know they're always going to be needed, but like working at like 7-Eleven for $15, who's going to ever want to do that again when you can make all sorts of money doing other things? 
Sure, especially if it's stuff that you're into. Again, if the skill set and the job conditions match people's, that's how you get them. That's what that's what you're looking for in a perfect world, you know. Mm-hmm. You, but your employees need to be happy, or the work suffers. Have you ever worked somewhere and not liked working there? Did you yes. work hard? <laughs> you no. Know, um, I saw this list. I don't know if we talked about it before. It was. Their number one country for productivity, and it was like, um, oh, I forget the name of it. We can probably look it up, but they average like 29 hours a week, and they get more done. Yeah. Again, if you're you're healthy and happy and enjoying yourself, you're much more productive. Think of how much time that you spend fucking off at work. I know. I know. Would you do that if you really loved the job that you had? No, because it would be fun. It would be your there type you know. of fun. Yeah. Now I want, yeah, it's Luxembourg. Uh, average hours a week, 29. And it's like they have some type of formula where it's like 93.4 is their productivity rate. And it, they only work under 30 hours a week. And all these places, like the top 30 in the list, none of them are over 40 hours. Wow. Just so everybody knows, too, Luxembourg is the third smallest country on earth. <laughs> it, I'm serious and has a very small population and again it's so it's probably easier for them to put people in positive situations you're you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and I'm sure that they import a lot of things so some of the crap work and food prep that kind of stuff is not done there so you don't have low-end jobs which goes a long way towards productivity yeah you know we did a show on the gig economy. That's only going to rise. I mean, oh, God, it was yeah. kind of like a silly thing like 10, 15 years ago. Now it's just like a legitimate thing. You can definitely make six figures doing Uber. Like if that's like your entire job, that's your mm-hmm. life. You treat it like a job. I mean, that's that's insane to me that you can actually do that now. I think, too, a lot of people don't like working with people anymore <laughs> you know with covid they've learned how to be you know their social skills aren't up there like they used to they like to be alone they like to work independently and like you said at gigs at change every couple months mm-hmm. yeah so um i think that about does it um anything else jedi no i mean there's there are bad doctors out there <laughs> get a second opinion yeah so so check us out on clovercrest media on facebook (laughs) crimes conspiracies and beyond well morgs the end is here you know an apple a day keeps the doctor away see ya (laughs) 